This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Well, I told you I'd be back even for a little later than what I said. Thursday night, when I was going to record the podcast for Friday, it turned out we had a little problem with our heater. And you hear me talk about being prepared for these kinds of things. And this would be a great example of why. Fortunately, Thursday night, temperatures picked up. It was about 50 out when this was all going on. Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. I didn't have to keep the, sh- the heat shut down, which I'll explain. But it was best to have it off, so I shut it down. Uh, prior to that, just the night before, it was down to like 25. And even with that, with no wind, probably wouldn't freeze in the house. Probably not, guessing. But I've mentioned this before as far as uh, backup options, and particularly here where we're at. It can be the cold that can become the most immediate threat very quickly. I don't care, nuclear war, EMP, terrorism, whatever you want to call it. You're sitting here in 25 degrees, and uh, in February, you could have snow, wet, sleet, wind coming in. Um, and, you know, it's obviously it's worse in other parts of the country. It's not like winters in uh, Pennsylvania are the most hostile, but it's plenty enough to kill you. Kids, old people, people that aren't equipped to handle it. So uh, here we were. Now, it was all of uh, two or three hours. I guess it was about uh, three, maybe maybe four hours. I'm trying to think. I guess it was about four hours. And I'll tell you what happened. Um, (laughs) Thank goodness uh, I walked into the heater room, which is, you know, not something I do every single day. But it turns out I do it on a somewhat regular basis because there's a storage area there that we keep our water in. We get uh, gallon jugs of water. And um, I went there to get some, and lo and behold, uh, the reason we get the water, by the way, is because our water is so hard, so we use it primarily for the um, coffee pot, but for some other things, we use the, the jug of water. Anyway, I go in there, there's a leak, and here it was the pressure release valve on the top of the expansion tank. So we have a service contract with a great company for this oil heater. It's a beautiful heater. This thing has, um, I guess it's five zones. It's a really, uh, really great system. When, when this thing goes on, it's just, it's like a, like a 10 cylinder engine, you know, it, it takes quite a bit of oil. Not really. It runs efficiently because the, the zones are broken up so nicely that, um, you know, kick on, it'll heat that zone up. And um, it, it works out pretty nicely. But even if um, if it cools down, if you've had a door open or something, you crank this thing on. It's amazing, this hot water baseboard heat. Uh, so we're very happy with it. But when it goes down, you got nothing, right? And, you know, like any central heating system. So in our case, it was 50 degrees. We're going to easily survive that. So now it becomes a matter of comfort. We don't know how long it's going to be. I'm thinking worst case scenario, 
Um, I could turn the heat back on, but I take the risk of blowing that valve completely and um, having a, a more serious leak, I guess. So um, I, I wasn't too concerned about that, though. Uh, but I thought if I have to cycle it on, I can, right? Gets that cold. Uh, but we have other backup heat options. And I immediately put on a couple of space heaters, which I plug directly into the wall, which they're more or less safe doing that, at least for short-term use. And um, what did I have on? Four. I was running four. Believe it or not, that kept the house pretty comfortable. Pretty comfortable. It was the end of the day, the afternoon, so we had the afternoon sun, the evening sun, which uh, really, we have a lot of passive solar the way our house, house is oriented. It worked out pretty good. And uh, we got great service. Guy came out, boom, a couple hours. It took him a little bit to get here. He said, yeah, I was over on the other side of the county finishing something up, and they sent me over here. So anyway, I messed up my schedule a little bit, and then I got some things going on this week. So the schedule's going to be a little bit different, but here I am, as promised. I don't know if you've seen all the things going on with Twitter, around Twitter, involving Twitter. I'm not even sure how much of it is true. Um, different posts by Elon Musk flip-flopping on a variety of issues, most recently saying he'd have to vote Republican. Kind of crazy, really. And I think really that... Um, Things have just reached a real tipping point in a new way, which I predicted. I said, once the children become affected, you get this uh, Israel um, attack, women and children, you know, the raping and horrific things going on to the uh, Israelis. And um, people aren't going to sit back and allow that to go on. Um, the, the transgender movement in the schools. How do we go from gay marriage to consenting adults doing as they may, as they should be able to, to, you know, boys hurting girls on the uh, sports fields because they're forcing them to play with girls, forcing teachers to call males, females, and vice versa. Forcing people to take vaccines. I want to talk about that stuff a little bit. Uh, but uh, my main point was that Twitter has like become uh, center stage for free speech. Who would have thunk, right? Crazy. Privatized the company. And it goes to show the power that a private company can have, really. Very interesting. Um, another little interesting thing here I want to mention. John Fetterman recently, there was two issues he came out. One, what he said that, um, you know, with this, um, uh, what's the Republican that just got um, ousted from the House of Representatives? I haven't paid close attention to this nonsense. Um, you have to wonder about the elections in New York, right? But uh, anyway, Fetterman came out and said, well, you know, Menen Menendez has done a lot worse. He should go too. Well, hallelujah, I've talked about it. But who's he, who are you going to blame there, John Fetterman? Um, you know, he was the guy, if Menendez was indicted, and a jury acquitted him. <laughs> you got to ask yourself, what, 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 what keeps going wrong that this guy can be allowed to do this? Finally, Fetterman. Fetterman is the voice of reason. This is phenomenal to me. It really is amazing. As amazing as the rise, rise of Cat Turd. 
cat turd has a following. John Fetterman made a good point. You better be real, real careful. Uh, but anyway, here's, here's the thing I wanted to say. A lot of us that were talking about these things as it was coming around were very much vilified, still are, looked at as radicals, as kooks, like lepers, ugh, dirty maggot Republicans. And even within the party, right? Neighbors, decent people. You sound a little out there, Chris. Yeah, oh, it really, do I? You tell me who sounds out there. Um, but anybody, we being uh, anybody who didn't go along with the herd. And, um, you know, so it went. People were shadow banned, outright banned, lost their jobs, thrown in jail, right? Doctors. What do you mean, ivermectin? What do you mean you don't believe in these vaccines? Stripped of their medical license in some places. Now here we are. Here we are. A little time has passed. And I would ask you, Republican or Democrat, common sense thinking person, what do you think of the performance of your uh, governments? And, and try to think about it differently. The federal government, your state government, your local government. I've noticed a big shift in all of it. We had a little problem here recently at the house. And uh, I had to have the police out. Man, that was problem was taken care of within about 20 minutes, I kid you not. How about it, right? Great. Now... I don't know, the guy's personality wasn't exactly the warm and fuzzy. I had to kind of give him a little encouragement, a little motivation to get it moving along quickly before I went ballistic kind of thing, you know what I mean? (laughs) And he appeased me, which I was appreciative of. So I would say that, you know, I have a good feeling about our local cops. Great feeling? Eh, I'm going to reserve judgment on that, but I have nothing negative to say. How's that? I don't. I don't. I do not. So that's good. Our military? Hmm. I seriously question our state of readiness right now. Um, state government here. Uh, dealing with the Attorney General's office on two matters recently. Uh, recently, lo- a co- local court matter. Worthless. Horrible. Has gone from bad to, to really bad. You know, I, I think if you walk into to any jurisdiction today with as a Caucasian male with short hair, um, there's a good chance that you're going to be treated with contempt. That's how I feel. It's, oh, yeah, I get this vindication for years of white racism against blacks. That's great. I guess that's all well and good, but I've never been racist, so why do I have to pay the price for it? It's just how they feel about these things. Now, how do you feel about the overall performance about these governments? Well, why don't we break it down a little bit? Where do you want to start? Economics? They're all in debt so bad. Taxes are through the roof, record highs. So is debt. And so are the problems. So I don't know. What kind of progress is this? Democrats, how about uh, health care? Why don't you start right there? With Now we're a few years into Obamacare. How's it worked out? 
I can't. I had that concussion. I've got about you know the, the the next best insurance above mine. That you have to be in the Senate. Like we got pretty doggone good insurance, and I couldn't get a doctor. What good is having great insurance if you can't get a doctor? You tell me. Now, uh, I'll say this. Recently, I was very pleased. Uh, it was last year I had a sinus infection. I went to an outpatient clinic. Phenomenal. Happened to be the same health group that treated me for my concussion. And the treatment that I got there was phenomenal, despite my poor behavior on arrival. Not proud of that, but happy, very happy with what they did for me. Told that that same medical group is uh, going bankrupt. What does that tell you? I don't want to get too hung up on one thing. How would you rate how the governments did uh, responding to COVID? How you know, on in any way, shape, imaginable, the COVID response, F minus failure, with no real evaluation or attempt to to do it better the next time. Ukraine, you're going to count that as a success? They're getting pummeled over there, huge losses. Huge depletion of our own uh, military inventory. Huge pro- proliferation as a result. How much of that has resulted in real deaths in Israel? We may never know. Huge taxpayer expense. Huge uh, loss of Ukrainian life, as I predicted. Tell me what the success has been in Ukraine. Should have negotiated a peace deal. It was very possible. How about our border? You think this is good? Who agrees that it's good? I haven't seen one person. How about the fentanyl problem that goes on and on and on? Injection sites, all these things, the way we've dealt with drugs in this country, our schools. Who's arguing that our schools are doing better? How about simple things like our roads? I don't know. It didn't used to be this way. People used to help each other. There's always been arguments, but I think there was a sense of the common good. Some of these uh, foundational issues, like the border, things like that, they've been going on for decades, little by little, eroding away at our country. Divorce, debt, and dumb decisions. That's kind of my theme for this week. How are they related? Well, we'll talk about that as we go through the stories this week. Let me give you a little update here on um, some of the current, not always, not so current affairs, but a few things I wanted to talk to you about. There was a um, township here in Pennsylvania, Springfield Township, which happens to be very close to us, very similar to our town. And their police were wearing, I guess, a patch that had a thin blue line on it, and the, um, the, uh, the commissioners there said no, and the police union sued, and uh, the police union won, saying that it would be unconstitutional under free speech for them to bar this. And uh, I think this is a horrible ruling. Very, very bad. You know, if, if one symbol is legal, then any symbol is legal. And this has been a long-standing rule and it keeps the peace. And these people that want to come along and they say, you can't tell me. It's true. You can't keep the cop from wearing the patch. 
but you don't have to allow it while you're paying them. And it's not that I support or don't support the cause. It's not the point. It's not the point. Now, I don't know, somebody somewhere along the line has allowed Black Lives Matter to be painted in streets with other things taken down. These local jurisdictions get away with a lot. But anyway, I don't think this is a good court ruling. Burglars crashing their vehicles into stores. It's a great strategy. Uh, I think locally here I saw a, a box truck, like a, a rental truck, and uh, just backed into the overhead door, smashed it down. You know, in the back of like a, a small commercial area, I think it was like phones or something. Right, so boom, back in, blow the door down. Um, not sure about the status of an alarm, but either way, they loaded up, got out of there very quickly with a lot of a uh, lot of uh, merchandise. And um, people laugh at me, but you look at houses and their risk of an attack from a vehicle. I know in New York, there's places where they have hardening for vehicles. Paris Island, South Carolina, everything had uh, had barricades. Everything. Um, Trump's team tried to subpoena January 6th documents for the insurrection case against Trump, and they ruled that Trump cannot have the documents. I think the judge said something along the lines of, they weren't going to go along with this scheme or something like that or this showboating or something like that. This whole thing, uh, to me, is so ridiculous. I question all of the January 6th. I mean, look, at there, there's just, just the other day, uh, somebody was being sentenced, an Olympic medalist, gold medalist, I think a two-time gold medalist being sentenced for January 6th. How could that be? How could anybody be sentenced at this point? How could not all the trials be on hold, all of the sentences being, uh, I don't know, temporarily communicated or whatever you would call that, while this is all looked into? Why are no, none of the defense attorneys screaming bloody murder? I don't hear anything, not even on Twitter. I think it's all fake. I really do. I'm questioning all of it. The fake prisoners, fake coverage, fake all of it. Fake trials. Fake Trump court case. Who knows? Um, Pfizer and Moderna, there's a whole write-up here on the efforts that they have to control media and information about the vaccines. Very, very sinister. Monitoring websites. They're doing it as private companies. I never thought of this. Probably very easy now if you have the resources using AI. Anybody who talks about it. And they probably have great influence to make your life uh, miserable shadow banning, banning or whatever. Finances, Norway Wealth Fund could invest uh, $70 billion into private equity. I don't view this as a lot of money, but it does speak to the amount of private money out there. And I've talked about this. Uh, I think there's going to be an economy, whether there's a government or not. Um. This I thought was hilarious. You know, Ronna McDaniel, who's the chairwoman of the RNC, um, said that uh, it's normal that the RNC's record low donations because people are donating directly to candidates and that that's all going to flush itself out. 
Um, she's horrible. Absolutely horrible. You have to wonder if she isn't trying to, to destroy the uh, party. Um, Miss Nepal, this was interesting. Um, the first plus-size Miss Universe contestant landed a top 20 slot, um, opened up with her struggles about weight. And um 22-year-old woman... And she has, what is it called here? Uh, she has a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, which is when ovaries produce a higher amount of androgens, male sex hormones that are usually present in women. The effects of PCOS include weight gain, menstrual irregularities, acne, and excess hair growth. It's very easy for us to gain weight. So uh, it's a hormonal issue that she has a lot of male hormone in her. That's interesting. Really interesting. I could go on and on about that, but probably best that I don't. Um, I wonder, is that really the case? She looks a little masculine. How's that feminine beauty? Everybody's unique. I know. I know. I don't judge. I'm just asking how it's fitting for the contest. Sign of the times. Uh, The Koch family. I think it's Koch, right? Koch, Koch, Cook, Koch. Interesting story, this family, how they made their money. Huge private business, really. Private money. I think, actually, they owned or did own the largest private company in the country. Well, they've endorsed Nikki Haley. They know, like, Trumpo. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if it matters, really. Um, Although, I hear quite a few people saying that Trump cannot win. I've said it. I don't don't know why anybody would think differently. They'll let you fool yourself, but they're not going to allow him to win. Whatever it takes. Put him in jail, rig the election, start World War III. That was my prediction. It still stands. I haven't officially changed it. I believe they'll do whatever it takes. And assassinate him? Whew. Crazy. Who knows? Rates have gone crazy for T-bills, an indication that nobody wants to buy government debt. Way, way too much of it. Um company here, I mentioned this, I talk about it in depth, that has the IP, the largest IP address database in the world. Freaky. Probably you included. They probably know who you are, your email address, and your IP addresses for your phone, your computer. With that, I bet they can do a lot. Half a million people left New York last year. Not to worry, they've imported another 100,000. Sounds like they have room for them. This was interesting. Lasers used to shoot down drones and missiles uh, in Israel. Phenomenal uh, technology. Did you hear about the um, Derek Chavon, the guy who kneeled on George Floyd, getting stabbed in prison? So here's another one that, as new evidence comes out, 
that um, George Floyd was on fentanyl. This is all allegedly. I haven't been able to confirm it. That the coroner, coroner's report was changed, that the coroner originally ruled that he died from toxicity. Um, did Derek Chauvin get a fair trial? Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. When he gets stabbed in prison by a guy who turns out to be a former FBI informant. Yeah, nothing to see here, right? Did you know that the share of United States homes, this is going to blow your mind when I tell you this, that the number of homes that are owned outright with no mortgage is at a record high. <laughs> so much for foreclosures. Dog breed bans are about human prejudice coming from the left-leaning log, blog Vox. Dog breed bans are about human prejudice, not the dogs. I couldn't agree more. There's people that are afraid of black dogs. The very funny um, story I think I told recently. My wife uh, went to my daughter to drop her off at school. Takes the pit bull. She's black and white. The um, the uh, crossing guard. Oh, look at the pretty dog. I'm like, this is funny the way people go up to this pit bull, and she'll be friendly in that scenario <laughs> until there's a problem. And uh, anyway, everything went fine. Dropped my daughter off, came home. Goes to repeat the process in the afternoon. Has Duke, who's all black. <laughs> and uh, the, 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 she describes it. The, the crossing guard just looked out of the corner of his eye and just said, uh, nice dog. <laughs> wouldn't go near him. <laughs> I had a pit bull that was all black. People wouldn't go near her, her either. It was funny. Uh, Kensington, Philadelphia. You've heard me talk about it. It's made national news. The largest open-air drug market in the world, reportedly. Zombie land, people walking around, bent over, that kind of thing. It's weird. That's Kensington, six miles from my house. Weird for me, too. Well, they got a, a local politician down there. Wants to clean things up. Could you imagine that? Well, maybe they took a lesson from uh, Gavin Newsom out in San Francisco. Maybe you should write a book. Uh, the, 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 the quickest way to clean up a city. Easy. Invite President Z. There you have it. You'll have it cleaned up in no time. Um, what else do we have here? Private debt was supposed to collapse when rates rose. Didn't happen. I told you. Secret of White House surveillance program is giving cops data on individuals. They're talking about your cell phones being monitored. People didn't believe it. Well, it's true. It really is true. They've been monitoring everybody's cell phone. I've said it. I didn't believe it myself until I saw it firsthand. When it started, when I could, um, I've, I can easily do this with tools in my hand. There's nothing special. I could take a piece of text, printed text, throw it on the ground five feet away at any angle, snap a photograph, and it'll instantly grab the text perfectly formatted. Give it to me as a text document. I can take and uh, through AI. Analyze a video, give you a bullet point summary, time stamped, just about instantly. So it is absolutely possible to scan large amounts of data, whether it be audio, whether it be print, and I really believe that they are everything at this point. Absolutely everything. 
I think it's being scanned, it's being mirrored, and it's going to be used for AI. They say they won't. They already say, no, it won't be trained on that. They won't be able to stop it. They won't be able to stop it. And then maybe maybe the recent breakthrough, you know, this whole thing that you hear with the, the uh, um, chairman of the board or whatever, the president being ousted, Sam Altman, one of the founders of ChatGPT. And then they say, well, they discovered something that's just, you know, too scary for them even. Fair enough, I guess. Out of hand. If they don't know how it learns exactly, they've created this learning formula. It's really very freaky. Very freaky. How's it remember this, these things that it learns? That it gets better and better, that it's able to do it so quickly. I don't know enough about it which is a little freaky to me. It's supposed to be open source, I guess. Could anybody really understand? Maybe we will in the future. But if they don't understand exactly how it learns, how can they say anything for certain? If they don't understand that. Well, air gaps would be the only way, data not um, directly connected. But even then, how do you work on anything? What am I talking about? Well, I have a whole... um, you know, volume of data on an external hard drive that I use. Microsoft, Google, they haven't been able to scan that because it's air gap. Or have they been able to scan it? Because when I plug it into my computer, are they able to, boom, get a mirror image of that drive and take it and, boom, scan it, catalog it, database it? I really believe that they are or can and are and do more than likely Time will tell. Privacy's gone. What's his name there? Luke Skywalker from the WWF, Hans Schwab. <laughs> have no privacy and like it. I don't, I've said this before. I don't think he was speaking about the future. I think it was an observation of the present. Hey, God willing, I'm going to be coming back here uh, in a day or so. I want to carry this on. Remember what I said. Uh, divorce, uh, uh, debt. And um, dumb decisions. How long can it go on? We're in big trouble. Hopefully we can find a path out. I think it's very inspiring what's going on with Twitter and Elon Musk. Hopefully we're not being fooled. At least we're getting a little bit of the truth. God willing, I'll see you soon in the day or so. I hope to see you there. Make it a great day.